Welcome to Flashback Tracks. Travel back in time each Friday to an era of big hair, leg warmers, and Walkmans. Far out. Veg out with some clips from Downtime Broadcasting's promotional audio cassette magazine from the 80s and 90s, right here on the World Wide Web. The following article is reprised with permission of Agency Sales Magazine, copyright 1987, Manufacturers Agents National Association, 23016 Mill Creek Road, Post Office Box 3467, Laguna Hills, California, 92654, 714-859-4040. All rights reserved. Reproduction without permission prohibited. It is entitled, How Many Calls Does It Take to Make a Sale? After a few years of field experience, every manufacturer and every agency generally develops a range of calls needed to make the average sale. This may be generated intuitively, or in some cases we have heard of agents and manufacturer sales managers who actually compute these averages. The goal for both, of course, is to determine an optimum calling frequency. There are two reasons for optimizing a calling frequency. The first is to determine how much effort to expend on each account in order to generate the most profitable business, and the second is to keep the selling costs at a practical level. Level. The readers who have asked about calling frequency have been concerned mainly with trying to establish parameters that will lead them to maximizing their calling effectiveness. As one agent said, over the years I have determined that on the average it takes three calls for one of my lines to make a sale. In this case, the agent is talking about a line of distributor products, and he's talking about a calling frequency that begins with a qualified advertising lead from his principal being followed up through the final sale. The first order in this case is usually rather small and not enough to cover the cost of three calls. As a distributor item, however, the repeat sales are significant over the years. This agent has been able to use his own estimated averages, combined with his impressions during the early stages, to determine whether or not it's going to be productive to go through a specified call cycle to turn the prospect into a customer. We feel that it would not be in the best interest of our readers to try to generate a figure for the average number of calls before sales are made, but we do think it's important for individual agents to try to determine a pattern based on their own experiences. However, we strongly urge you not to use this figure as a straitjacket. Implicit in the queries sent in by readers is the question of whether it is taking more or fewer calls to make a sale today compared with a few years ago. We have no statistics to use, but from our general impressions, it seems to be taking fewer calls. One agent who has tracked this over the years said that it is indeed taking him fewer calls to make a sale, but that he is investing more time in other activities which lead to the sale. We work from qualified leads from our principals, this agent said, but even though the manufacturer has carefully qualified the leads by telephone, we find that we have to further qualify them. And even if we did want to bypass this step and go directly to a sales call, we can't. Cold calls just aren't made in our industry. You have to call for an appointment. So the call we make involves a further refinement of the qualification done by the manufacturer and an attempt to set up a meeting. This agent sells OEM products to appliance manufacturers. As you can imagine, a buyer's office would be chaos if appointments were not required. This agent also told us that each of his salespeople do some cold call prospecting over the phone. In addition to the job of following up on the advertising leads, each of us develops our own prospect list from directories and works it over the phone, he explained. It appears that in this case, industry buying habits are changing, and this agent is able to modify his selling approach in order to make the most of them. 
As we mentioned earlier, the number of calls it takes to make a sale has a direct bearing on a manufacturer's decision to sell through agencies. Consider these statistics reported by McGraw-Hill based on the year 1985. The average cost of a sales call, which includes salaries, commissions, bonuses, and travel and entertainment expenses, was $205.40. The average cost per sales call for those selling through a salaried sales force was $233.70. The average cost per sales call for those selling through agencies was $188.20. And, 20 cents, and that's a difference of 45.50. Remember, these figures are for only a single sales call. When it takes a few calls to make a sale, the cost of a sale handled factory direct can go out of sight. Five calls made by a factory salesperson would run on the average $1,168.50. Five calls made by an agent would cost only $941. Remember that these are average figures and that there are no fixed costs when an agency does the selling. However, based on a figure of average commissions, there is little reason to spend an extra $45.50 when the same call can be made by an agency for less. There is another important factor to consider when you try to create a figure for the average number of calls needed to make a sale. It probably takes about the same number of calls in general to sell the products of all the manufacturers you represent. Since one of the strengths of an agency is to have a group of related lines, you will automatically try to expose as many of your products as you can during each call. This means the chances are good that some of the slower-moving products will benefit from being shown along with the more popular products. This, of course, is an important advantage for agents as well as manufacturers. When we first started thinking about the question of how many calls it takes to make a sale, we never thought it would lead off in so many interesting directions. We wish it was possible to conduct the kind of research that would give you hard numbers, but it just isn't. However, most agents do it intuitively. Knowing the average number of calls needed to make a sale is important, but as we mentioned earlier, don't use this number as a straitjacket. Use it in connection with all of the other indicators you have to determine when you are on and off course. Travel back in time with us next Friday as we share more clips from the 80s and 90s on another rad episode of Flashback Tracks, exclusively on Promo Corner. Time to bounce.